BNT Talk College Sports. Welcome everybody, this is BNT Talk College Sports. I'm your host T, I'm here with your other host B. What's up B, how's it going? I'm good, how are you doing? I've been better. Um, granted that I'm in currently in a sling <laughs> as of an hour ago. Um, injured my shoulder last night <laughs> in between pod episodes, <laughs> in between recordings. I managed to sprain my other shoulder and... I, I don't think there's anything more than that, but it's possible that it's messed up. But just uh, we're gonna take it easy for the next couple of weeks. So we I'm hate a, that for you. I'm on the IR for potting. So okay. anyway, we're gonna continue our college basketball preview for 2023. Yep. Uh, episodes out now. The first one, part one. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and listen to it. Um, either after this or before it, I don't really care. But we did preview ACC, Big 12, and Big 10. Now we're going to preview SEC, Pac-12, Big East, and other teams that fall under the radar of are very good and noteworthy. So let's let's just hop right in. Let's go SEC. Cool, shall we? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's top five teams or top ish teams. We're we're working with Tennessee's probably at the top. They get they get a lot of production back. They get their Italian guy back. Can never pronounce his name. Um, lefty number fifty five. Really or twenty five. Um. Sebastian is that his name? Vio. Why don't you find out his name? I'll, I'll find his name. Tennessee's got to be up there, top of the list. Um, Auburn is always kind of up there in that mix. Yeah. Texas A&M. Arkansas. Arkansas. Kentucky. Kentucky is is uh, very much like a. They're wild card. Wild card, yeah. I think they. I think they need to be in this discussion, though. They, oh, of course, they yeah. need to be in the discussion. But it's so whether, whether or not they're within the top five or not. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other teams that. We'll the Santiago Viscovi. Viscovi, that's yeah. it. Yeah, so he returns to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee. Let's let's talk. Let's talk Vols. Let's talk Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, you always beat Duke last year. Um, yeah. In, in the tournament. Shout out the guy at Handles. Um, yeah. Shout out that guy. And in the Sugar House Cottonwood area of Utah, who had Duke in his bracket but lost. Yeah. But that was a sad day. It was very for, tough for him. Very tough. Yeah. Um, Rip. <laughs> um, Poor guy was just trying to make conversation, but he ran to the wrong people. Yeah. For context, <laughs> me and Ben and Carter of CarterCast, who was part of the Manhattan Project, um, after we were watching March Madness, and after um, after Duke lost, uh, we decided to go to an ice cream place where the worker, who was probably like a 16, 17-year-old high school yeah. dude, sees Carter's Duke shirt and says something along the lines of, oh, man, I had them in my bracket. And Carter 
I'm just like, it, oh, it was, yeah, man. Yeah, just very casual. Like, oh, yeah. yeah James, too, dude. That was James funny. was there as well. Yeah. yeah, our good buddy James, who was on our March Madness yeah. podcast uh, episode this past March Madness. So, yeah. uh, But anyway, so th- that's why I think of Tennessee. Um, defense, defense, defense. You have Viscovi, but who else do you have that can really score if you're Tennessee? Dalton Connect. Connect. That's a, a fifth-year transfer from the University of Northern Colorado. That dude's awesome. UNC. He's very good. Yes, the real UNC. The real UNC. Um, Sakai Ziegler, the best player, will be back. This Ziegler. Year. Uh, I remember there was an injury, and that was Ziegler. Yeah. And it kind of really hindered their chances of mm-hmm. making any real potential run. Even yeah. though they had a decent run. They were very good when they were good. Yeah. But when they struggle to score, they're it's almost rough. Yeah. it's it's very UVA esque in that sense. Where, mm-hmm. but now it's, that's becoming their identity these past couple of years yeah. of defense, which can only I feel like in the ACC you can make it work in some ways because I feel like the SEC there's teams which is freak athletes, NBA caliber versus. I feel like ACC is more college, experienced college players. You have your Armando Baycotts, or you have your um, like Reese Beekman and just guys. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm so I'm I'm talking about teams talking about? again that go against UVA. It, oh. it, it benefits UVA more because they don't have to go up against SEC athleticism all the time, versus. Versus Tennessee, which they do, but they're not quite as good at, on defense as Virginia. Yeah, so, I think Tennessee, like weird Tennessee's mix. more like, they're more like, it's less, I, maybe I'm biased, but it feels less pretty. It feels more like rugged to me. And I think and I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Which is, th- yeah. it's less it's pretty. It's ugly though. It's less pretty and it's ugly, but that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah. Because you have, you have UVA's. Classic pack line defense, and that's a system. That is yeah. a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And then you have teams, not that Tennessee's trying to replicate mm-hmm. it, but to some extent, you know, when you emphasize defense, you are trying to replicate Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and it's just guys that are a little more – the personnel that Tony Bennett has at UVA are, like, hand-picked. For his system, whereas Tennessee, I feel like they just try to get guys that can, that are athletic enough yeah. to. I don't feel like there's the as much of a plan. <laughs> yeah, that, you know that's yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it took me a while to get there too, but I think that's what it is. So, um, but yeah, they've got a guy. Um, what's his name? I think it's Granger. UC Upstate, good guard. They've got a lot of good guards, and then uh, Freddie DeLeon. Um, freshman, he's a sort of a point guard, but more of like a scoring guard. Yeah, or not Jordan Granger, Jordan Ganey from UC Upstate. So like they've got some guys. I don't know what they're gonna look like exactly in the front court. Oh, JP Estrella, I remember that guy. Where did he play at before? Where did he play at before? Oh, I guess he's just a freshman. But um, he played at a high school. Yeah, I think he was maybe committed to Duke at one point. That's why I know his name. Yeah, I think it's that. But, 
Yeah, I think they've got some guys. I don't know what they're going to look like in the front court, but I think their guards are going to be really good. And I think they might not be as good of a defensive team as they usually are, but maybe a better offensive team. And I think that's the best case scenario for them. So, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee's good. Talk to me about Arkansas. Arkansas is a fun team because they've just got a bunch of new guys, like always. Um, a guy who really um, they really missed last year uh, was Trayvon Brazil. Uh, when he was on their team, they were like a legit contender, it felt like. Um, but without him, uh, they just didn't have the same ceiling, to be frank. Um, but they've got Devontae Davis back. Uh, he was their point guard from last year. Uh, they've got L. Ellis, transfer from NC State. Uh, Trayvon Brazil's back. Khalif Battle from Temple. He was a really highly regarded transfer as well. Um, along with Traymon Mark. He was the starting three at Houston. Uh, amongst others. So they've got a good team. Um, the must bus is always going to be yeah. in the mix. I think this is going to be a good team. Um Brazil is fantastic. He's, he's very good. He he's, I think he's a top five big man in college basketball. I don't hate that take. Um, I don't think he's there, but like, is that your like, pick of like he's gonna be? Yeah, like I, okay. I, that's the kind of preseason thing. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Zach Eady, Filipowski, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baycott, whatever, right? Um, but I mean, really, what other big men? Are there? I mean, there will be some new names emerging, um, but like you said, when Brazil was out there, they were not to be messed with. Yeah, they were a national championship contender. Um, and they, they, really they were just once he was gone. Yeah, you know, when it rained, it poured. When the wheels came off the train, it flew off the tracks. So yeah. and I, he he's truly the she's the glue that would. Yeah. Um, He's the glue that held Arkansas together. So, yeah. and Arkansas is just a very emotional team. Like when the highs are high, it's amazing. But just like a light switch, I feel like they can just have an off night, and they can really just look terrible. And obviously, Eric Musselman is all over the place. He's taking off his shirt. He's <laughs> he's screaming he at is. the crowd. Like, yeah. He's just kind of all over the place. So. With them, you really just have to keep your expectations kind of in between. Of like, even when they play really well, you know, they might beat Kentucky on the road. Yeah, they could be in by twenty, and I'd be like, I still don't know what to expect from this Arkansas team. Yeah, because they'll lose by ten to Vanderbilt. Exactly. Day, you know? Like they, they're they're just kind of they're they're a very emotional team because they're led by an emotional coach. Exactly. So we'll see how that goes. If if it's more reloading. Or if it's more rebuilding, so I lean more on the re the reload side. But oh, a team we didn't talk about, Alabama. Alabama was very good last year. Mm-hmm. In fact, weren't they? They apart from Sasser's injury. Well, because of Sasser's injury, they were the number one overall seed in the tournament, but. Uh, obviously, the Brandon Miller stuff and yeah. uh, maybe some off-the-court drama led to their demise. 
mm-hmm. eventually to Arkansas in the was it Arkansas? No, who they lose to? Um, in, in the, what in the tournament? In the tournament, San Diego State. San Diego State. That was it. I don't. I don't think this Alabama team. They lost a lot. I don't think this is like. I mean, they lost arguably the best player or one of the best players in college basketball last year. Yeah, they've got um, Mark Marks Marcus Sears is back. Okay. Uh, he's a guy from Ohio from a couple years ago. Um, Aaron Estrada from Hofstra. I think he was like maybe like CAA Player of the Year type guy. Grant Nelson, a like stretch big from North Dakota State. Um, Nick Pringle, I remember that name. He's back. Yeah, this just feels like a... Um, Good, not great. Yeah, like they'll make the tournament and be fine. But they'll be an eight seed. Yeah, and play Memphis. I'm not sure if they'll end up in that like top five group. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think I'd put them at the bottom of that. What about A and M? I think they're closer to the top. I like A and M a lot. They bring oh. back most of their guys. Um, yeah, she's like, I don't know why. So I'm all over the place. Um, let me find them. I just like uh, getting. I'm using John Rothstein's. Uh, Thing to see who's back and who's not. Uh, they've got Henry Coleman back, Wade Taylor, the fourth, Tyrese Radford. So they bring back most of their guys. Uh, the one guy they lost was Dexter Dennis, but he was more of like a glue guy type role player. They're important, not to say he's not important, but you know, they're. Their core that, is mainly that, That's intact. easier to replace a glue role player guy than a yes. core guy. Most yeah. of their guys are intact, especially Taylor, Radford, Coleman. They're going to be a good team. Um, I sort of, I don't know what you think. I think they might be a really good regular season team. I think they might be a high seed, but they might not have as much upside as some of the other SEC teams. It, with A&M, it's weird because historically... They get really hot in March. Mm-hmm. Like they had, they had like their team that was like barely above five hundred, almost win the SEC tournament a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Ended up being, I believe, the number one overall seed in the NIT. Mm-hmm. Um, but they tend to, at least in conference tournaments, do really well. And then, I think they could be Sweet Sixteen. I could see them being a four seed, a popular. This is. I see, like when I was talking about Houston in our last episode, mm-hmm. where people are, like have high expectations for them, yeah, and then they don't quite hit it because not because they're not good, but because they're just in a tough conference and it's a tough mm-hmm. adjustment. I can see Houston being that four seed and A and M, but the other way, A and M's a four seed because they exceed everybody's expectations. They're really yeah. good, and then they get beat by Vermont. Yeah. Or like they get they're they're an easy like 12-5, 4 upset. I just wonder if they pull sort of a Virginia from last year type thing of like they're the best team at the beginning, but there's a ceiling there. And That's obvious. And the Arkansas and Tennessees of the world are figuring it out in the second half of the year. And Texas A&M it's like they look like a one or two seed at the beginning and then they're not quite that and they're a four and then like a really good mid-major team beats them on Friday morning. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that. But again, they do get hot in yeah. March. So yeah. I think it's all about, it's very mental for them, which I think is the point mm-hmm. we're trying to make. And I like Buzz Williams. He's a good coach. Buzz so. Williams is a good coach. And I think I, I think this is a big year in the sense they have to make some kind of progress. Mm-hmm. I think they will. Um, but yeah, so um, I'm trying to think. Mississippi State made it to the tournament last year. Um, I was going to say as, Mississippi State's worth mentioning as a as a 12 seed, I believe, as a play-in. Uh, Tolu yeah. Smith, our guy, Tolu Smith, first team All SEC last year, come, is coming back. Um, can they? I think the goal for them is make the tournament and win a game in the tournament. I think so. Which I think is very possible, but they're going to yeah. fly under the radar very much so. Yeah. Because to your point, there's Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, A&M. I mean, and let's be honest, every other team in the SEC. Florida sometimes gets in the mix. They're not quite what they used to be. Mm-hmm. They lose Castleton, Colin Castleton. Castle. He was in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, about they, Florida? Yeah, they lost them. Yeah. They're just not what they used to be. They, uh, they, I, I think they could actually be better this year. You think? They, it's just a weird roster because it's just like all new guys. Mm. And not to, not, not to go there. Apparently they are hilariously white. For like Florida. super white. For Florida, that's yeah, that's interesting. That's what so. I hear is that there's a lot of white guys. Oh, goodness, <laughs> there is. Um, but some guys that you might know of, um, uh, Will Richard from Belmont. He was like a a high level guy, um, all conference type. Tyree Samuel, six ten forward from Seton Hall. Michael uh, or Micah. Hangloten from Marshall, like a seven-one center, who's sort of going to be in that, um, like Castleton type role. Zion Poland from UC Riverside, and a guy that I really like is Walt Walter Clayton Jr. from Iona. He was their best player with the weird hair, made mm. all the shots for Rick Pitino. So I, I do think I think this is like a tournament Florida team. I don't think they're in the competing for an SEC championship. Oh, okay, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to give them some credit. As like a, I think they'll be like an eight seed, maybe. And our buddy Zig, who was very involved in the past couple of years with Georgia basketball, is very high on on Georgia basketball this year. So yeah. Um, oh, we gotta talk about Kentucky real quick. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk Kentucky, and okay. then we'll move on. Okay. Um, is it Justin Edwards? Is that his name? I believe so. Him Justin and, uh, Edwards is uh, kind of like the the man on campus. Right now, um, men's confirming that, but I think if we're talking hot seats, um, as far as expectations, mm-hmm. I don't think. Well, doesn't Cal Perry have like a lifetime contract? Yeah, but they could. You can always fire him, yeah. especially when you're them. I, I think like the guys who are are worth mentioning are DJ Wagner. That's right. And Robert Dillingham. Uh, Robert Dillingham was the guy. Remember when L.J. Martin said he played? Some yeah. Guys? It was it was it was Dillingham, which apparently will, there's a there's some concern. Not concern. Justin Edwards is amongst the mix of like five stars, along with Aaron Bradshaw, who's a center, and Reed Shepard, who's like a low five star kind of glue guy. He's gonna be good. I think they'll like him. Antonio Reeves is back. He's good. You've got Trey Mitchell. 
from West Virginia. That's it. I thought I thought it was Jesse Edwards. It was Trey Mitchell who left West Virginia, went to Kentucky. I like their roster because I like a guy like Ugana Unyedenso too. Like I don't know a ton about him, but like I've watched him a little bit. He's like an athletic raw big man. Um, there's one concern I think though is that Dillingham and Wagner they like to dribble. Mm. So you got two guys who High really usage. who really like to dribble the ball, and it's considered a a weaker freshman class. Yeah, the, so, ge- the general consensus I think nationwide is very much that too. Yeah, so. it's like it's like this is going to be a weak NBA draft type yeah. thing. But I think they're going to be very intriguing. I think they'll be pretty good. It's exciting to see uh, Cal kind of get back to his roots a little bit. He tried the transfer portal thing for a little bit, and he said, "Nah, give me I'm my back one to, and done. Give me my eighteen-year-olds, who I can call my. Uh, they're just they're just kids. Yeah, they're just kids. But then when they're doing well, they're they're men. Yeah, they're, they're his guys, Cal's guys. Yeah, I feel like we need Drake back. I think we do need Drake. We need Drake back on Kentucky, so then they can just lose in the final four after going undefeated. Yeah. That that would be funny. So yeah. I'm kind of pulling for them to like be really good. I, I it's just more interesting. Yeah, it is, it is interesting. People being mad at Calipari for sucking, like I don't know, that's not fun. <laughs> it's it's and, more fun if they're like in the final four. Calipari's you know? not as hateable as like many other coaches. You know why? Because he was. Remember, he was? It's because he admits that he's like, yeah, I'm a one-and-done guy. So what? Yeah, I, I pay people. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I do. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't follow the rules. Also, also, I think in the last, like, five, ten, ten-ish years, it was like he was, like, in his class of his own, like, oh, man, like, Calipari, like, he pays players. It's like the SEC's a bunch of Calipari's now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's not. Don't even give me. He's start not on, unique. Don't even give me started on Bruce Pearl. Man. Bruce Pearl, Eric Musselman, Nate Oates led a like people are killing people on his team. <laughs> honorary, alleged, honorary, alleged, yeah, alleged. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Buzz Williams, like he probably he's probably a bag man too. As t- shout out to Tate Frazier and Mark Titus, we're talking about bag men right now. Yeah, so just the SEC. So my yeah. So I I'm curious to see like it's it's just a crapshoot again. Uh, I, as many of these teams will be, and that's what's fun about preseason and previews for the season. It's just there's so many changes you never know. Yeah. But Kentucky is consistently good, but how good? Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see for sure. So let's talk a little Pac-12 here. This will be short. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, <laughs> I've I'm, got three teams to I, mention. There's, uh, I'm riding the Golden Bears for my boy Mark Madsen. Mad okay. Dog Madsen. Okay. Will they be good? I mean, they have Fardaw's AMAC, who was one of the highly sought-after big men mm-hmm. when he was in the transfer portal last year. Went to Texas Tech, was injured, played a little bit. Uh, just didn't really quite fit in. Tech, that whole Texas Tech team was kind of disappointing. Uh, Mark Madsen. Former UVU guy goes to Cal, and he's he's got some players, so I'm excited to see. But I don't think they'll be very good. But no, UCLA obviously loses quite a lot. Uh, they'll be okay, I figure. I mean, you have Mick Crone in there. Um, I, I think he's a great coach, and the Pac-12 is not. It's pretty weak. It's not a strong basketball conference this year. 
I think there's like three really good teams. All right, well, so, tell me. USC, Arizona, Colorado. 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 All right, let's let's go let's go uh, or not Washington. Let's um, let's please not talk about Washington. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Last time they've Washington. got a Rutgers guy. They do. They have uh, Palky. <laughs> yeah, I think that, so. That's my guy. Okay. Um, that, that's that's. I'm it trying for to think. Washington the last talk. time. I think Washington was last relevant with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. I think that's... They've had random one-and-done guys that are interesting. Markel Fultz. Yeah. I don't think it was one-and-done. Beef Stew. Oh. You just random guys yeah. like that where they're like, well, why are they at Washington? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all right, let's anyway. talk Arizona. They're obviously... Arizona. Um, they were very good last year. They'll be very good this year. Yeah. They have a new addition than Caleb Love. Mm-hmm. Um how the end? Uh, they lose to Bellis. Uh, they no longer have Courtney Ramey. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Kreisa. They, they they lose a lot, but mm-hmm. what what's the situation with them? So obviously they're they're going to be good. Yeah. They play Duke this next week. Mm-hmm. What's uh? Just talk to me, Ben. So, uh, they've got one of the best guards from Alabama last year, Jaden Bradley, as well. Mm. So, you've got Bradley, Caleb Love, Kylan Boswell, who's a freshman, I believe, for their last year. He's, like, coming off the bench and was a useful player. Um, And their center, who is uh, worth mentioning, is Umar Balo. He's still there. So, Umar Balo's good. Um, Balo? Yeah, he's good. Former Gonzaga guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm trying to think, who else do they have? Pelly Larson still there. That's like a decent player. Um, Kashad Johnson is their starting four from San Diego State. He was a starter on the team that made the national championship. So they should be really good again. Tommy Lloyd's a great coach. They'll be in the mix of like top 15 teams all year. Um, I think it's probably them and USC. I think Colorado's third, but but yeah, it's Arizona. And thank goodness Farley Dickinson beat Purdue because they lost to Princeton yeah. in the first round. Which just – can you think of a more forgotten about tournament loss? I can't. Upset. Because they like, were – like, I, like, I forget about it. No, I'm just like, oh. Well, I mean, Princeton yeah. made it to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Was it? Sweet 16. Sweet 16. You keep thinking um, it was uh, – Oh, I keep thinking St. Peter's. Peter's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Princeton wins because they beat Missouri, and then they lost to Creighton. That's right, Creighton. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so, and you say USC. USC. Um, they're interesting. Interesting. They lose Drew Peterson. Um, yeah. They they get Bronny James, who's going to be the next LeBron. Um, we, we've, already, we've already set that expectation. Um, now, I actually don't even know what his minutes will look like, truthfully. But talk to me about USC here. Um, USC's always been, at least these past few years, a solid squad. They yeah. make the tournament. They're always a 7 or a 10 seed. There's no in between. Um, <laughs> and they lost, I believe it was to Michigan State last year. Um, by the way, first awesome, awesome uniform matchup, by the way. That was a great uniform matchup. I love those uniforms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they lose Drew Peterson. Um, 
Not that the Mobleys were on the team last year. Or was was one of the Mobleys on it? No. Um, it's been a couple years. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. So they're not quite the same length no. as previous, but they're getting some guys. The recruiting class is getting better. Yeah, they've got some really good guards in Isaiah Collier. Um, he's the number one freshman in the country. Um, he's considered basically number one consensus. Uh, along with you have Bronny James, who I don't know how much to expect from him early on um, regarding his uh, you know medical episode that he experienced. And then Boogie Ellis. Boogie Ellis is that guy. That dude's good. Boogie Ellis is awesome. I do. Yeah. I do like me some Boogie. Yes. I forgot about him. Um, he. I feel like he could have could have been better last year. I feel like he kind of took a drop off. Mm-hmm. But uh, I expect him. Um, I expect him to be better this year. So we'll see. Um, but. Yeah, I, I just don't know a ton about the Pac-12. Uh, can I can I go on my little Colorado? Go go, go to Colorado for like spiel. a minute. Yeah. Um. So they return one of their best players, or may, probably their best player from last year, averaged like 16 a game. Uh, a German forward, Tristan De Silva, he's good, along with a five star in Cody Williams, and then they bring back, or not bring back, they bring in our guy, Eddie Lampkin. Eddie Lampkin. Remember Eddie Lampkin, the beefy center from TCU, who got like oh, suspended. That guy. Yeah, he's on Colorado now. Wow. So I like Colorado. I'm gonna put them as my third Pac-12 team. That right. that I am blindly sending to the Sweet 16. They're gonna be like a six seed that's gonna lose to Gonzaga, who's a three in the second round. But I'm gonna pick them to beat Gonzaga. Wow, that's pretty. Bold. I actually want to see. But not only is it bold. I'm saying what seed they'll be. I'm seeing what seed Gonzaga will be. I'm saying they're in the same region. And I'm saying they will play each other. Gonzaga will win, but I will say Colorado is going to win. So Kind of like TCU. Because I was a big bold, TCU guy last year. Bold take for Boulder. That's for sure. So Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go Big East. Um, and then we'll wrap it up with... Uh, with Gonzaga, with FAU, yeah, yeah. Memphis, and any other teams yeah, yeah. worth mentioning. Um, I was going to – San Diego State I think is worth mentioning too. So sure. we'll, we'll get there. But Big East, man, that's might be that might be the best conference in college basketball. It's awesome. You got UConn. You got Marquette. You got Creighton. You have – Nova. Villanova. Providence. St. John's. Yeah. Is Georgetown going to finally be good? Um, um, I think not. they'll be okay, at least. They're but, at least they at least fall into the interesting thing. Yeah. Them, Providence, St. John's are at least going to be interesting. Yeah, um, especially because um, oh my goodness, what's his name? Uh, Ed Cooley. Ed Cooley is the coach at Georgetown now. Former Providence uh, coach. Former Providence coach. So another former Providence coach, Rick Pitino at St. John's. Um, he was Providence coach, wasn't he? He was. I was like his. I his just forget kind of, about that. That's kind of where he got his. Uh, he got going. Yeah, that's right. And he then he was Kentucky's going. coach, right? Then Kentucky. Then the Celtics. 
Yeah, yeah, Slick Ricks, and then eventually BYU. Cause he'll he'll make his way out here. Um, Louisville, Iona, St. John's, and for St. John's, he he coached Jimmer in Greece for a bit. Um, just just that that guy is all over the place. That guy, I love him. It's fine. So but I hate everyone else like him, but I just love him. Yeah. Any other teams in the Big East? Um, that no, we we we've mentioned the the good, the very good ones. And then the ones worth mentioning. Okay, I I will double check to make sure. But talk to me, talk to me about UConn, and go talk to me about UConn's good. Marquette, yeah. Talk to me about these top teams. Yeah. UConn, good. Okay. Um, they got Alex okay. Carabin back. National who was a champion. starter for them. Yes. Uh, Tristan Newton, remember the the transfer from ECU from a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. He's back as their point guard. Then they have Stephen Castle. Uh, he's a five-star guard, along with Cam Spencer um, from Rutgers. Uh, Donovan Klingen is healthy, and you've got guys coming back like Hassan Diara, who played some for them last year. Um, they've got a decent freshman class of guys who are coming off the bench. Uh, the guys that they they're missing their big three from last year of Jordan Hawkins, Adama Sanogo, and Andre Jackson, along with uh, Joey Calcaterra, who was a shooting specialist who came off the bench. Um, and I think they lost. Uh, I think a, was a lean on that team too. I think he was, and I think he left for St. John's. Um, but yeah, UConn's got a very good starting lineup. I don't think this is. I think this is going to be like like a Baylor the year after they won it, where they're going to be really good, but they're going to lose in like the Sweet Sixteen or the second round. Yeah, I think they're going to be a one or two seed that like it's, loses they're, early. They're going to be a hot. They're going to be a hot pick, a popular pick. Yeah. It's not going to be sexy. Yeah. Um, Marquette. Marquette. So, Shaka. Yeah. Shaka Smart with hair. With uh, hair. With hair. Which, I didn't know that someone would be voluntarily bald when they can grow hair. Yeah, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. There's, I think I think there's certain people that are... That, that like that shock is I guess one of them. My but. dad is not. He is not. Or well, he is. He is bald, but not voluntarily. So shout out Brian on the podcast. But we love that. Um, Marquette brings back basically everybody except for uh, Olivier Maxence uh, Prosper, who got drafted by I believe the Dallas Mavericks. Sort of an athletic raw forward, but they're not going to be missing much. He was drafted more on potential and less production. You've got Tyler Kolick back. You've got Stevie Mitchell, Cam Jones, David Joplin. Um, this is a really solid team. This is going to be a really good team. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Kolick is so fun to watch. Uh, he does, He's not – he's just your typical point guard, but he's got some edge to him, which is nice, um, as, as Ben is hydrating over there. Um and it's weird. I don't know how to think of him. He's just a weird player. He's almost like Luca, in the sense of obviously doesn't have the physical attributes of Luca, but white. He, yeah, he is white. Like Luca is white. Yes. Um, but it's like he's a little slower. He uses maybe more power, a little more finesse, like, like some power. Like he uses, he uses like his a, body. He, yeah, he's not particularly like a. I think he, like he, he can shoot, but I think I wouldn't call him like a shooter, you know. Yeah, yeah. Particularly, 
he creates his own shot. He's not like a catch and shoot off the ball. And he's just a really interesting player, but I like him a lot. So, I agree. Um, Tyler Kolek and company uh, will be very entertaining. I think the big yeast, I'm just going to say it, cannibalism. That's what's going to be this year. Yeah. And then they're going to run the, the March Madness tournament. I, was, I think. I was going to say. That's, yeah. I feel like that you'll have Creighton, you'll have UConn, you'll have Marquette, you'll, I mean, we even, Xavier's up there too. We, I, I, think yeah. they're, I think they're in the mix. I think they take a drop off, but they're in the mix. Um, I like this Villanova team a lot. Yeah, Villanova. Yeah. Especially, um, I mean, last year injuries really crippled them, but now. Yeah. Yeah, was it Justin Moore? You've got Justin Moore back along with Eric Dixon, their starting center. And those are the bookends of their starting lineup returning. And then they've got TJ Bomba, Hakeem Hart, and Tyler Burton, all like high level mid major transfers. Along with, you've got Chris uh, Archidiacono. Um, Trey Patterson off the bench, who've been there a couple years. Jordan Longino, Mark Armstrong as well. And Lance Ware from transfer. He was a bench player for Kentucky. Big man. So I think they're going to be very solid. I don't think I'd pick them to win it, but... Give me... I'm calling this now. Give me five... Give me five Big East teams in the Sweet 16. Okay. Give me I don't five. Hate it. What five? I don't yeah. know. It could be DePaul for all I care. I, I like Creighton, too. Creighton, obviously, they got... Um, Ashworth. Steven Ashworth, uh, highly sought after transfer from Utah State. Yeah. Calk Brenner's back. Um, Trey Alexander's back. Which, by the way, BYU did BYU did beat Creighton. They just didn't have Calk Brenner. Um, yes. Which was, I think, a shock to everybody, including it's, Creighton. It's crazy that they lost Nemhard and Kaluma, and we're still expecting them to be better than last year. Yeah, because, again, Kaluma to um, – Kansas State, State Nemhard to, to Gonzaga, uh, following in his brother's footsteps. Yeah, um, Creighton's going to be a really good team again. Yeah, that, Isaac Trout. Um, yeah, you have from Virginia. Yeah, oh, Kalkbrenner's up there. I was yeah. trying to think of the Zach Eadies, the Baycotts, the Filipowski's, yeah, Kalkbrenner, and that's why I'm throwing Brazil. I think Brazil is that five spot. I think. Um, I mean, you have Sissoko, you have Klingon, you have. Mm-hmm. All these other really solid big men, yeah. but Brazil is just that out of Arkansas. That is, I okay. know, I'm just kind of yeah, pinballing yeah. here, but yeah. um, it's I'm really excited for Big East basketball. Mm-hmm. Providence is Bryce Hopkins, who's getting a lot of preseason hype. Uh, well, obviously, Slick Rick Patino at St. John's. Uh, there's a lot of excitement there. Andre Corbello no longer is there, which is really sad. We, we hate to see that because. That guy might be the most entertaining basketball player. If only him and Imani Bates were on the same team at if one point. Um, speaking of Imani Bates, he's actually kind of decent now in the NBA. He's like not terrible. But that doesn't fit my narrative, so we're just going to not talk about it. Okay, fair enough. Um, St. John's, again, Ed Cooley at Georgetown. Butler. Got again, Thad Mata. Yeah, <laughs> with Thad Mata. Um, I think, Greg Oden's an assistant coach. Yeah, there that <laughs> it's gonna be a whole different ball game. Uh, no, I just think with Butler, it's uh, I think they're actually gonna be somewhat decent. They're they're not gonna be able to hang with the big dogs, but they I think they'll be able to do well enough. They might steal a win or two, 
and be one of those teams where it's like might be on the bubble, might be like that playing game. And I think the Big East reps big time in this March. I, this I, mean, I, I could see it. And oh, in the regular season. Almost like big, the Big 12 possibly could have last year. Mm-hmm. Where it's like there is a scenario where even Oklahoma, mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel in the Big 12, could makes, like make the tournament. makes March Madness tournament. So yeah. I think the Big East kind of takes that role this year. And I, I'm really excited to watch just because – it's honestly, we can speculate all we want, and this is goes for anything, mm-hmm. but there's a lot that we don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot we don't know. Big East being one of them, and so I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see it mm-hmm. go down. So, all right, let's talk about other teams. Um, Should I just Gonzaga, Ryan Nemhard, yeah, Anton Watson's back. Nolan Hickman, who was like a, a good rotational guy for them as well. He may have even started. I heard Drew Timmy's back as well for his 6,000th yeah. Sadly, year. he is not back, but they've oh, got a stretch it. big man. I believe he's a stretch big man, Graham Ike from Wyoming. Uh, their three is sort of like a 6'7 stretch forward steel venters from Eastern Washington. Um, there's a lot of random white forwards and bigs. Coming from mid-majors to high-majors, sort of like Baylor Shireman types. There's like a million of them this year. Hey, Baylor Shireman. What a name. Yeah, he's going to be – he's back. He's one of the guys – I don't even think we mentioned him with Creighton. Uh, no, yeah, he's, he's back. He's, he's – I good. was about to say, I didn't know he's he was back. Goofy. Um, he's a goofy, odd player, but he's good. Um, so Gonzaga will be good. I think they're maybe three to five seed. I'm not sure they're like great. I think they're similar to last year. But yeah, they're good. They're I, very good. I well, this is the thing. They're they're just gonna make the tournament because they're just so dominant in the in the WCC. They're actually preseason second in the WCC. Actually, to St. Mary's. Does St. Mary's bring like everyone back? Uh, they bring their main guy Mahoney, I believe. He was their yeah. the guard that Aiden hit that Mahoney. shot. Aiden, yeah. yeah. Who? I mean, I hate to say it, but he can ball, man. Yeah, he's good. He 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 can ball. Um. Uh, man, I just don't like St. Mary's. It's just, it's, I was going to say, you know, it's not personal, but it's everything personal. Yeah. I just can't stand Randy Bennett and company, but they can't run a team. So, um, just the WCC isn't quite there. San Francisco won't be what they were um, these past couple of years as competing. Uh, so, they're, they'll win plenty of games and they'll lose maybe five. In total. Um, so, Gonzaga will make the tournament. Yeah, it's just a matter of where and what the situation is. I see, like, a three seed. I could also see them being... I could see them being, like, a four that loses first round. I, I could can, see it. I can, weirdly enough, see them, like, really disappoint a lot of people. Or go into the final and, four. And be an eight seed that beats... Mm-hmm. That beats one-seeded yeah. Tennessee or something. I think they would have to really screw up to go there, though, because I think the easy games that they play, they will win all of them. Exactly. So. Yeah. But I just do see, like, really low expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, really high expectations right now. They don't hit any of them. Mm-hmm. But Mark Few and March makes some magic happen. Yeah. We've got some Gonzaga there. experts, so we'll have to... Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll sprinkle in some <laughs> Gonzaga guys here uh, over the season. So, um, 
Okay, let's talk San Diego State. San Diego State, and then uh, FAU, and then Memphis, and then done. I'm trying to think if there's any other teams that might be worth. No, that's I'll, okay. We mentioned Aiden Mahaney from St. Mary's, and that Randy Bennett is the coach. So that's enough. Fair enough. I I can um, I can get behind that. But yeah, let's talk San Diego State. I can't um, tell you anything about their players. They're all the same to me. They're yeah, all just football players. I know one of them left for a couple of them. I think might be gone because they played a bunch of guys, so they return a lot. Like their starting lineup is like guys who've played for them and were on their team last year. You know what I know about San Diego State? They're going to defend really well, and they are going to look like football players, and they're going to shoot like football players. Shoot up bricks. Yeah, just absolute bricks. And I think I would love, love for them to be a high seed so I can pick them to lose immediately. Yeah, I, I really like... I don't think they were even good last year. This is this is the thing. Yeah, I mean, they weren't really. But they were. Yeah. But, I, but they weren't. They weren't, but they were. But they were. Yeah, but they're like they're like a bad you know, Virginia you know, team. You know what you know we what I mean? said? You know what we said? You can't trust Mountain West teams and... In the NCAA tournament, Except unless San you're Diego San Diego State, and we were right. Yeah. So therefore, didn't you just pick like Utah State and then you picked against San Diego State? I did. You broke our own rules, so that's your fault. I don't. Yeah. Feel bad. And, and, and I, I, I don't feel bad, but I was right. But I was, but I went against our policy. Yeah. It's not. It's it's a policy. It is a show. policy. Yeah. It is. Um, can't trust Mountain West teams. Nope. Sure enough, we were right. Yep. Uh, until I was wrong. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like. Uh, my gosh, the coach's name starts with a D. Dutcher. Yeah. Uh, I really like Coach Dutcher a lot because I think I think he just maximizes his talent. I think he does too. And so, and I think last year was like you know, honestly, this team is not extremely talented, but but I'm going to get the most out of them, and that's exactly what happened. They are going to beat up BYU. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Ali Khalifa is going to get worked. Ali Khalifa is going to get a double-double, 15-12. and 12, And then he'll score a game-winning bucket to beat Kansas or Texas this year. You heard it here. Um, yeah, I, I, I think because of San Diego State's play style, they're not going to be able to crush teams like probably normal teams. Again, like you said, it's a worse version of UVA. Where they yeah, are, they're like they're like the bad when UVA has a team that's not good. It's that it's like that they look like that when they and, just and, like because people like have the perceptions like UVA is always bad on offense and that's not true but sometimes they are and when they are it's ugly but it's just slower pace. It's Tennessee. Offense. It's more like Tennessee. Yeah, it's it's not as organized. Yes. not as well oiled machine, but. San Diego State, okay, um, FAU, don't know what to expect from Dusty May and company. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. They're preseason ranked 10th, which I think, based off just teams that do well in the tournament and then are highly ranked, just historically they're not, they don't reach that bar. Give me them between 20 and 25. I, I can respect yeah, that. I, I but 10? That's right. Ten, I I can't. I'm yeah. sorry. They were thirty and like mm-hmm. thirty two and two or thirty and four or something going into the tournament. So I fully expect them to dominate. I believe um, 
what conference are they in? Uh, it's not the American. The, it is the American. It is the American. It's, it's them, and, uh, them and Memphis will run that conference. All right, we'll talk Memphis too. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of... Like, I just don't... Team. I just don't know. I get... It's like North Carolina. Like, a couple of years ago, they make it to the championship. They get a lot of returning players. Uh, and they... Not that they were necessarily bad last yeah. year. Because, honestly, they they should have been better. Like, they, they just should have been better. Yeah. But they weren't. And so, it's just kind of tricky. I don't know how to feel about them. Yeah. Um... And, and that's kind of what I'm leaning towards FAU. I'm like, you know, if they were top, tw- like, if they were 20 to 25th ranks, I'm like, okay, I, you know, I can get behind that because you're buying the hype, but you're not putting the bar too high. This bar is way too high. And I, and I think they're going to drop. They'll make the tournament. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think they're, it's going to be. I think they might get. Um, I think they play some, like, I think they, I think they play a strong non-conference. I think they get. And honestly, I think they drop some games. I think they drop a game to SMU, to Tulsa. Just, I think they drop, like, they now have a target on their back like they haven't before. It's it's a great example of just, like, well, they've got a target on their back, and it's like, you know, the tournament is not... The thing is, they were good in the regular season, too. But it's like, just because they made the Final Four and bring everyone back does not necessarily mean they'll be good. Yeah, well, UNC again, is an example. Of that. Again, it's a target on you. can circle FAU on your calendar now. Yes. Whereas if last you're an American year, team. last year it was... They were sneaky good. Yeah, they're, they were sneaky good last year, and now they're openly good, which I think makes them not good, if that makes sense. Yep. So that's kind of my take. Um, FAU, let's talk Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um we kind of touched on Penny Hardaway last episode. DeAndre Williams, who's going to be their best player, got his waiver denied today. Rip. Yeah, 27-year-old Rip. Wow. He's trying to play another year. In this yeah, I, why not? Respect like, it, but no. Why not? He's probably making yeah. good money. Um, Their main players are Javon Quinterly, if you remember him, from Alabama. Um. Caleb Mills, a transfer from Florida State, and their center is Jordan Brown. Remember Jordan Brown? Uh, Louisiana guy who played against Tennessee. Yeah. He was their best player, like 6'10 yeah, yeah, center. Yeah, big, big boy. Yeah, big center. So it's like those three. Uh, I don't think they'll – so they're not going to have DeAndre Williams. They had, I think, a five-star coming in, but um, he's has multiple felony gun charges against him. So we'll probably not see him this year. Mikey Williams. This Memphis team, without DeAndre yeah. Williams it, and Mikey Williams, they're not as... Because Caleb Mills is meh. Javon Quinterly's pretty good. Jordan Brown's pretty good. But, like, if their best players this year end up being Jordan Brown, Javon Quinterly, are you that scared of them? Like, that's a tournament team, but, like, yeah. are you that scared? I'm not. Because they play Virginia early in the season. Virginia plays a lot of these teams that we're talking about in the early season. It's going to be interesting, but... Yeah, they play Memphis. I'm not that scared of Memphis. I think they'll be pretty good, but not great. I I, I have trust issues with Memphis. I do too. I think... They're just sort of a circus. I think their ceiling is so high. Yeah. But it's so high every year. In fact, it's dangerously high. Yeah. And Penny Hardaway, I don't know, is, I don't know if he's the guy to 
pull all this talent together mm-hmm. and make them a cohesive unit that's consistent. That's the yeah. biggest thing in college basketball. I'm not sure if this group's ceiling's that high. I think it might be a higher floor, though. It, you can The floor, to me, doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. there's just every year they have dudes that are athletic. They yeah. press. They run up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why if Memphis were to play San Diego State, Memphis has much more talent. Than yeah. any anyone on San Diego State. San Diego State, State is, but, is fume, foaming at the mouth to play Memphis. Yeah, and but it's just like one of those matchups where it's like I trust Coach Dutcher mm-hmm. to come up with a game plan that's going to frustrate. They're just smarter. Exactly. That's kind of that's why Memphis. I like Virginia to go in and beat Memphis because like Virginia is the exact type of team that Memphis doesn't want to play, and Tony Bennett. Licking his chops playing a team like Memphis, in my opinion. It, and exactly, you know I mean? it's that same principle of like we dumb are, teams versus smart teams. Well, it's it doesn't just matter the talent. And the only way Memphis, I feel like, could beat a San Diego State or a Virginia or a Tennessee, because mm-hmm. I think they could, but they they definitely have the talent to, but they won't because unless they just like shoot eighty percent from the field. Yeah, you know? or they like, put it together that day. They decide they want to be a but, cohesive unit that day. You know, that's the thing. I, I, you never know. I, I think when it comes to a big team, especially a San Diego State or a Virginia, mm-hmm. where, again, I feel like Memphis has some of the best talent in the country. Yeah. But I just don't buy Penny Hardaway, which I hate because I want – I like Penny Hardaway. Uh, I, I like watching his old highlights. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I, I loved watching him growing up because I wasn't alive really, but – I really like watching old highlights of him. Um, I'm not. It's not you. Oh, okay. I was like, Ben was giving me a look. I was like, am I saying something wrong? No, uh, I'm just thinking about. I was like, I thought Memphis and FAU were in the same conference, but they played in the first round of the tournament. Exactly. No, so maybe it's a, FAU. I don't, I don't think is in the American, which is why I was. You're right. I'm dumb. Memphis is in the American. Yeah, Memphis FAU's is not. Um, but yeah, Memphis, I was going to say the Memphis FAU game, uh, Memphis, the way they just mentally imploded. They won that game, but they're just too stupid. And you just wonder, you're like, are they going to do that again? And I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's... Because remember that? They're getting technical fouls and just doing stupid things. And they lost because of it. They would have won. They would have beaten FAU, and this conversation would be mute. And they would have played Fairleigh Dickinson, beaten them too. So this is a Memphis team that like was a couple dumb decisions away from the second weekend of the tournament, in my eyes. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to be. They're going to be fun. But oh, FAU is in the is in the American. Are they just now in the American? As of this year, they are. Okay, that makes sense. Because I knew they were in the same conference, but I knew they played each other in the first round of the tournament last year. So they weren't last year. Last year. Last year. Because they lost Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. So it makes sense that they are replacing them. Last year, they were in Conference USA. Okay. So I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. Checks out. Because, again, uh, they had North Texas, Mid-Tennessee State, UAB, Charlotte, Rice, Western Kentucky, you know, nothing... Nothing too special there. I guess North Texas was a decent team. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, other than that, I think Charleston 
will make some noise. Not maybe not quite to the extent that they did last year. Um, I think, but I think they'll rep the CAA um, again. Uh, they had a really good record last year. Similar, I think they're very FAU esque. Who's this, sir? Charleston. Charleston. Oh, Charleston. Yeah, yeah. Charleston. So just kind of have that on your radar. Drake. Uh, I think we'll have a decent year and come back from the, I think it's the Missouri Valley Conference. Yeah, it's Missouri Valley. Uh, other than that, again, Mountain West, I'm not very high on, apart from San Diego State. I'm sure one of the Dakotas is probably good. I don't know nothing yeah, about them. Yeah, that's like... But so, one of them will show up as a 14 seed that I will convince myself will win. After not watching, and they them. get and they will destroyed. Lose. They will be like by Baylor ranked so good on Kempom, and I'll love them, and they will get destroyed by Arkansas. Destroyed, and I'll be like, "This is perfect." It's like what I did with Oral Roberts last year. Yeah. Anyway, and I but think that's that about it. wraps us up. Thanks for listening to our. Oh wait, let's do our let's do our college football picks. Do you want to do them or do you want? Let's do just tomorrow? do them. Okay. Uh. Tomorrow morning. During let's game just, day let's, just, let's just do it right now. We'll just spit okay. it off quick. Okay. No we analysis. Don't even need to, we don't even need to explain them. Yeah. Let's just do them. Exactly. No analysis. No reasoning. Whose turn is it? Um. Last week. Uh, I guess we can. Eh, we'll we'll review the score and stuff later. Okay. Last week, I picked Oregon at Utah. That was my first pick. Uh-huh. So, I don't know what your first pick was. My first pick, I believe, was... I think that was first. Because I know I won two. I forgot which ones they were. But I know I was two and three. Whatever. Ones. I'll go first. It oh. just determines that... Yeah. It's my turn, and then you decided... Oh, oh, it's your turn? Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure you right, went first go. last week, and you got... Okay, fine, I'll go. All right, fine, <laughs> go. Okay, um, I will go with Clemson plus three against Notre Dame. Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame. Okay. They're going to bounce back. Dabble's getting too much crap right now. Uh, they bounce back and win. Give me... Uh, Mizzou at Georgia. Georgia is favored by 15 and a half. Give me Mizzou the cover. Interesting. Um, okay. Oklahoma's favored by six in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. F that. Oklahoma State plus six and they win. Nice. Because they're the better team. Right, I'm breaking up with Dylan Gabriel. If this happens. No, it's done. Yeah, you already broke up with him. Yes, it's you guys done. had your first fight. Yeah, and and I'm done. Okay, it's too much. That was a bad relationship. That's yeah, terrible. <laughs> joint, joint, put him on the pedestal. With okay, Spencer Rattler. Okay. Uh, LSU at Alabama. Alabama's favored by three and a half. Give me the tide. I like that. I don't think LSU's defense is able to hold up. Um, I am gonna go next. Hmm. 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 I I found it. I think this is spicy. Uh, USC plus three. I think they're gonna beat Washington. Dang it! I would not have gone that way, but yeah, uh, I, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it, and I applaud it, mm-hmm. and I encourage it. 
Um, good for you. Good for okay. you. Yeah, yeah. USC plus three, and they win. So yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go. <laughs> there's some there's some fun matchups here. There's a lot of top twenty five matchups. Um, Army Air Force. I knew that was calling your name. Air Force <laughs> is fair by seventeen and a half. Give me Army to cover. Okay. Give me Army to cover. Um, I think it's just a more emotional game for our mm-hmm. for our men that. That defend our country and and women, so, of uh, course. But there's no women on the football field, so I think there's gonna be a lot more emotion. Are you saying there can't be? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I'm just saying well, there might be men or there might be women that play and good for them. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. You're the just ne- assuming then. I was assuming. <laughs> In the Army Air Force game, in the Army Air Force football game, that only guys are playing. Sorry for that assumption. Uh, Give me Army to cover, Air Force to win. They go now, you know. Okay, I'm going Kansas State plus three and a half. They're going to beat Texas. I think everyone's going down this week. Wow. (laughs) So I've got Notre Dame losing, Oklahoma losing, Washington losing, Texas losing. Dang. Okay. Brutal. Yeah. Um. Uh no, I'm not gonna make that pick. I'm not gonna make that pick. Do it. Do it. No, alright, fine. It's gonna be my third SEC pick for okay. my number four pick. Do it. A and M at Ole Miss. Ole Miss favored by three. Give me Ole Miss. Okay. Um UCLA, Arizona. Arizona's at home is a home dog. I like Arizona plus two and a half. I'm going five dogs this week. Wow. You are going crazy. I'm going wild this week. You Good for you. Did you have a Dirty Dr. Pepper this morning? No. You must have. I must have with how silly I'm being. With today. how silly you are. Shout out, yeah. Swig. <laughs> um, my final pick will be... That was your final pick, correct? Yes. My final pick will be... Let's go with. Oh my gosh! I, I just, there's so many of these I just don't like at all. I'm going with my gut though. My gut was telling me to go. Uh, Penn State at Maryland. Penn State's favored by eight and a half. Give me Maryland the cover. Cool. In College Park. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's it. That's it for us. Thanks for listening to our college basketball preview and week 10 picks. Woo. Man, we're going through this. So we are. everyone enjoy your weekend. Don't hurt your shoulder like me. <laughs> All right, till next time. This has been BAT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.